this episode, I'll be discussing my college experience. So if you want to learn a little bit about me or get the tea on Joshua, stay tuned until after the music. Welcome to the Lazenby Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Lazenby, and I'm here to help you along your journey to your success. I will do this by sharing my experiences, as well as give tips and tricks I've learned through my current journey to receive my bachelor's degree in electrical engineering. Throughout this season, I'll be covering topics including myths about college, transfer advice, networking, and much more. So get your pen and paper ready as we dive into each episode to take in something that gets you closer to your success. Welcome back to another episode of the Lazenby Experience Podcast. We are on season two, episode number three which I will be discussing or talking about my college experience. Now, if you have already listened to season one of the Lazenby Experience podcast, you should know there is an episode already that is about me. I believe it's maybe episode two or three. And within that episode, I really talked about uh, my family, school, some personal goals, and why you should listen to this podcast. Um, But with this podcast with this episode that I'm that I'm doing now episode three of season two I am going to be diving deeper into my college experience hoping 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 it can help someone out there with their college experience or experience in general but as I like to start with this season with these episodes let's start with a little story time so Let's talk about a little bit of how I got to where I where I am right now. So I kind of talked about this last episode, but I can dive a little bit deeper into into it. As you may know, I started off my college career career straight out of high school, going to Northern Illinois University or NIU. Uh, Started there. My goal was to get my, actually, when I first started at NIU, my goal was to get my bachelor's degree in biomedical engineering, then go to medical school to become a doctor. While I was at NIU, NIU, I have decided to not pursue a medical degree because I didn't want to be in school that long, even though (laughs) I am in school as long as you probably would have been in school to be a doctor. But I also realized the medical field, being a doctor, handling sick sick people or broken bones and blood and all that kind of stuff wasn't for me. So I have switched my major or I switched my major when I was at NIU to electrical engineering because I realized I can still be in the medical field if I wanted to, but I can also do other things within the electrical field or industry. So at NIU, I did a lot of different things that I'm going to be talking about throughout this episode. Uh, But then a few years into my college experience, I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. So I ended up having to take a year off of school. Um, It was a tough decision, but it was a decision that had to be made because that was where I was in life at that moment. I did, however, stay within, I stay at 
NIU or stayed in an apartment with students who are still going to NIU. And I just worked throughout that year up to three jobs. Actually, there was one. I remember one day I was actually working. I worked three jobs at one time within a 24 hour span and told myself I would never do that again. Um, But I did learn a lot about myself during that time. Um, But after that year up um, with the help and encouragement of my fellow um, friends and Nesby members, I decided to go back into school, but not at at NIU. I had decided to go back to school at a community college close to NIU called Kishwaukee College. So a lot of students, um, when they go to NIU, they might take summer classes or they might take one or two courses at Kishwaukee College. And I decided that instead of taking more time off and waiting to go back to NIU, because one reason why I didn't go back to NIU because I still owed them money. So while I was still trying to pay them off, I was able to go to Kishwaukee College. And by the time I actually graduated from Kishwaukee College, I paid off NIU uh, and I received my associate's degree, which helped me get to where I am right now, which is at Indiana University, Purdue University, Indianapolis, or IUPUI, or what they like to say, Uwe Pui. So I'm still working towards that bachelor's degree in electrical engineering, and I will begin at earning that bachelor's degree in electrical engineering from IUPUI. But throughout that journey, I always tried to stay um, motivated. I tried to um, stay within the the college kind of environment so I wouldn't want to give up or drop out completely and never go back. So that's one of the reasons why I didn't go back home once I took that year off, which I think actually was a good thing so I can continue on with my education. But but that's just a little bit about myself and how I got to where I am right now. But I am going to dive a little bit deeper into some of the topics that I talked about within this episode. So let's get started with the main part of this episode. So first, we're going to talk about experience uh, within the classroom. Now, I want to be honest with you guys, because I want to be honest, of course, in the classroom wasn't, I guess I should say, my best performance or I didn't do my best performance as a student in the classroom, even though the classroom is probably the most important part of going to college. Now, I would either start off really well and 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 get the ball rolling and then kind of fall off at the end or get like stressed out at the end or just get overwhelmed at the end or vice versa where I wouldn't start off so good, but I will finish well. That would end up happening, um, which wasn't the best as far as having the best grades. Um, But I decided throughout my college experience for this while I was while when I started at IUPUI to focus really on two things to finish up my degree, which was to focus on my mindset and focus on my discipline. Now, I talked about discipline in the last episode a little bit, but I feel like we should all we should all be focusing on discipline, especially if you are a college student or working in the, in some type of program to of higher education, 
because discipline, of course, motivation is definitely a thing that you should have or can definitely help you be successful. But having that discipline that even in the tough times, you continue going forward with what you said you're going to do, that is what's going to make you be successful no matter what. And then in order to, to switch that mindset to or in order to switch on the discipline, you have to switch your mindset sometimes. And I know just digging deep into who I am, that's something that I have to focus on, which is something that I'm trying to focus on every day, um, no matter what I'm doing, whether with is with this podcast, whether it's with work, whether it's with school, whether it's with photography, I'm trying to switch on that mindset and be more disciplined in the things that I want to do so I can be successful in it. But the crazy thing is I'm a very organized person. I can get my work in order. I know the important dates. I know um, when my exams are. I know when homework is due. I have all my homework stacked up like in order of what I want to get it done in. Um, I have a schedule on my calendar of all my classes and all that kind of stuff. But um, one thing that I, I lacked in was being consistent, which is something else I am um, constantly trying to work on, especially this summer or this past summer, I guess you can say, because this episode will be out after the summer. But this past summer, so one of the things I really fo- tried to focus on was being more consistent in the things that I want to be consistent in. So once the school year start, I can translate that over to my classwork so I can finish up this degree and get my bachelor's degree in electrical engineering. But one thing I also realized was I definitely get anxiety when it comes to tests or taking exams. And I know that can be an excuse sometimes. Uh, but even when I, I'm prepared for an exam, I can feel my heart be kind of rising or getting kind of sweaty within the classroom or whatever it is. So what one thing I'm trying to work on for the future semesters is to, of course, start planning early for exams um, and then over preparing for exams. So even if if certain things are going to be exam, I'm making sure that I am looking at them deep and understanding them as much as I can without looking at like a cheat sheet or looking at the answer or looking at a guide. So I can know that once I take an exam, no matter how much anxiety I get or how much anxious or how anxious I am, I can still um, put the correct answer or answer the question or understand what's being asked, asked of me for that exam. So that's something I'm continuing to work on within the classroom that um, I hope if you're not where you want to be, you can you start to work on for yourself. So I guess the main three things for me when it comes to the classroom is working on my mindset, working on my discipline and then being consistent throughout the whole semester. So moving on to my second experience, talking about internships and co-ops. So even despite me not being the best student in the classroom, I've been able to get a lot of different internship and co-op experiences. I have had offers of internships and co-ops from different companies from Northrop Grumman, um, Duke Energy, Rolls-Royce, GE Healthcare, and Navistar. Um, 
all offer me internship and co-op experiences um, throughout my time in college. And I have learned from all of them, even though some of them um, I didn't take or I actually got to um, push back a, a, a summer. So actually next summer I can do an internship with Rolls Royce, even though I was supposed to do it um, this past summer. But Megan offers from different companies. I've also received a lot of rejections from different companies. And a lot of times getting rejections isn't them isn't the company emailing me or calling me and letting me know I didn't get the position. A lot of times it's just me not receiving anything. So I know I didn't get the get the position because the time has passed to when that internship or that co-op would have started. Um, so just because I have received a lot of good offers from internships and co-ops doesn't mean I haven't received any rejection letters, especially at the beginning. I remember at the beginning when I first started college, I would be applying to anywhere and everywhere I can find a, a position that seemed interesting to me. And I'll probably apply to over 100 different jobs like my first like two years combined. And I'm pretty sure a lot of them. Um, I never received any kind of like letter or anything from them. So I just knew I did. I spent the time to fill out the application and do the resume and do all that kind of stuff, but didn't get anything from it. So just because it takes time, it it takes experiences, it takes growth in yourself in order to get to where you want to be as far as like if you're looking for internships and co-ops. So just because you might have seen, I might have say, said I got a lot of different internships, understand I also got a lot of rejection, especially at the beginning. Something I learned about myself um, is that I'm good at, at explaining my different experiences I have within my internships. I understand my strengths and my weaknesses a lot of times because those are the t- type of questions they ask during an uh, interview for internship or co-op or full-time position. And then I can definitely show my interest within that company. And again, a lot of that comes from preparation, um, experience of being in an interview and understanding the type of questions they ask, and then practicing those different type of questions, not just to myself, but in front of other people. Uh, My school, and hopefully if you're in college, your school, or at least your your program offers career services and within those career services offer different um, services like um, looking at your resume, doing mock interviews, um, doing mock elevator pitches. And I remember one time here at IEPY, I did a mock interview and it was with a real recruiter, but they were just, they were there mostly just to help students with the interview process and understand what type of questions are being asked and how to answer those type of questions. But after the mock interview, they actually want to sit down with me for a real interview for a position within their company for our internship. Um, unfortunately, I didn't get the position or I didn't get a, get an offer, but it still was, was a great experience and it definitely was something that helped me um, to be where I am right now when it comes to being able to um, elaborate on different things within my career or within my my experiences to help me get the jobs and get the internships that I want. Um, so though that was about my experiences as far as getting co-ops and 
um, internships. I want to move on to my experiences with leadership. So I've been fortunate enough to have a lot of different leadership positions within my time as a college student, um, not just within clubs and organizations, but actually within the campus itself. Um, within organizations at my school, I held positions from chapter secretary all the way up to regional vice chair. And of course, like I said in the last episode, I'll probably bring up this organization every episode, but of an organization called NESI, National Society of Black Engineers, I've held chapter secretary, chapter vice president, chapter president, um, regional vice chair, and I believe like one other position like within their conference planning committee. Um, but those different experiences gave me different um, things to help me grow, but also different experiences I can help when I was trying to apply for those internships and co-ops um, that I didn't have or I couldn't get within the classroom. Um, with uh, with um, outside of organizations, um, well, actually, before I talk about that, I even helped start an organization here at IEPUI. Um, a few years ago, it was a black wealth investment club that we were starting. Unfortunately, it didn't continue because we didn't we didn't get enough interest and people didn't do what they said they were going to do. And just it didn't it didn't come together like we wanted it. But I did help start something, even though it failed. Um, I got experience from that. And then I, it's crazy that I talk about that now, because during an interview for um, my internship with Duke Energy, I remember I, I talked to the lady about it as well. And she was very fascinated about me starting a, a, um, a organization with the school. And I believe that helped me get the internship as well, because I remember her t- bringing it up to someone else, too, for me to talk about it, too. So that was something else that helped me get that that internship. Outside of organizations, well, I've also been a um community advisor or CA or RA, a residence advisor within a residence hall at NIU. I did that for a few years and that gave me a lot of different experiences of how to deal with different situations, especially with college students who really might be the, their first time away from home. So they have to deal with different things as far as like maybe being homesick or being able to do whatever they want and not have anybody like tell them to go do their homework or be quiet or go to sleep or whatever it is. I had to deal with a lot of different type of students and other um, other leaders as well. So that gave me a lot of different, again, experiences that I that helped me get to the different um, positions that I've held with the different internships and co-ops. And once I graduate, get my full time position. Um, Through these different leadership experiences, I learned a lot about myself and grew as a person. Uh, One of the first when I I remember when I first started being a leader um, within the student, my student organization within Nesby, um, I really tried to do everything on my own because I want to make sure it was successful. I want to make sure that we did what we said we were going to do and people enjoyed the experience that they had. And if someone didn't do what they were supposed to do, I was going to do it because that that was the type of person I, I was. And that kind of hindered me within my academics because I was spending too much time with Nesby instead of 
um, doing what I was supposed to do within the classroom. But I've learned through my experiences that it's great to delegate. And if they don't do their job and things don't go the way it's supposed to go, then you as a leader and as a group can evaluate what happened and hopefully learn from that experience to do better in the future. So you don't have to try to do everything on your own, even though you want it to be successful. You have to learn to let other people do their job and either um, succeed or fail. And once you succeed or fail, you can learn from those different experiences um, for your for other positions or other experiences that you have or other um, opportunities that you get after being a leader. So one thing I learned, like I said, was not trying to do everything on my own and actually delegating to other people so I don't have to do everything and um, seeing different results and learning from those different results. Uh, these experiences also helped me land, like I said, internships and co-ops that I've had. And eventually, once I graduate, will help me land a career that I want to have and not just something I have to get because I need to pay my bills. I need to pay my loans back, but actually something I enjoy, something I want to get into and something that pays me what I feel like I am worth. So that's everything with my leadership experience. I'm going to move on to my experience as a non-traditional student. Um, so even though I started off as a tr traditional student, uh, I consider myself right now as a non-traditional student due to the fact that I took a year off of school, did not transfer twice, and now I am older than a lot of the students um, that I am in classroom or that are my classmates. Before I go any further, I do want to say what I feel what a transfer student is, and especially a student who isn't taking the traditional path to go into one college right after high school and receiving an associate's within three years or a bachelor's degree within five years. And I know um, mostly they, they advertise you get your associates in two years and you get your bachelor's degree in five years. But my personal opinion, if you get your degree, your associate's degree within three years, your bachelor's degree within five years, I would consider I would consider you as a traditional student if you started off um, going there right after high school and it's your first school that you attended. So examples of non-traditional students. So starting off going to college but dropping out and then returning later not going to college straight out of high school but then going to college years later or transferring to another school again i don't know if that's the technical definition of being a non-traditional student but that's what i consider to be a non-traditional student but now that I have to work full time to support myself because now I live in an apartment, I have a car, have insurance to pay for, I have all these kind of things. I recently had to get some things done to my car, which costs a lot of money. Um, but because I have to work full time to support myself, I find myself not being a full time student or taking a full load each semester. Again, which is fine with me because I know once I do graduate, because of my different experiences that I've had in and outside of school, I'll be able to get the career that I want that will be a great ROI 
or return on investment um, of my college experience. I actually will have a full episode dedicated to transfer students or non-traditional students um, in this next in the next episode. So next week I'll be talking about transfer students and non-traditional students more. Uh, but I just want to give my little input on how I am a transfer student and how it affects me and what I feel what a transfer student is. So my last experience I want to talk about is something I started recently and something I actually wanted to do for a long time. And now I am in the process of doing it, which is starting a business. So recently, um, as of last year, 2020, I started my photography business, even though I've been doing photography a lot longer than that. I officially started it last year, like with an LLC, with a website um, and trying to get clients um, paid clients, not just family, even though I do love my family. I love them to take photos of them, but I was looking for clients outside of them. And it really started off pretty rocky. As we all know, uh, 2020 was the start of the pandemic. Um, And it's crazy because the same month that I started, I legally started my company is the same month that uh, the lockdown started and the pandemic really started here in the U.S. So I kind of started at a, a bad time, but because I love photography and I, I, I have a plan, I have goals that I want to accomplish, I'm going to continue going through this process and learning from my mistakes and trying to gain new clients and working with new people and all that kind of stuff so I can start continue to start my own business and potentially do some or have my own business where I don't have to have a job or a nine to five job. I can strictly work on just my business. Uh, Now that things are getting a little bit better as of this recording, because I never you never know what's going to happen this day. These days, one day it can be the work can be open and by next week it can be closed. So uh, as it is recording, things are getting a little better. So I want to start doing more marketing and really focus on one type of photography so I can like really hone in on those skills and understand that industry or understand that niche, which is family photography, because as I was trying to grow my business or as I was trying to start my business, I was taking a lot of photos of my family, um, of my brother, my older brother and his family. And I find myself really enjoying taking those kind of photos with different families, um, with kids, um, just different things that are family orient- oriented, like with graduation, uh, with birthdays, with um, gender reveals and that kind of thing. So I really want to focus on that type of photography. I also want to finish this online class that I started on Udemy, which I kind of talked about um, last episode. And it's again, it's a it's a course that you can buy. Uh, this one was more than ten dollars because it was it's like it's a it's a lot deeper course and it's going to take more than just maybe a weekend to go over. Um, definitely with other things that I'm working on. So I want to finish that online course and help me and hopefully um, get better with my skills. I also want to update my website a little bit more. And if you want to check out my website, website, it is journeywayphoto.com. That's J-O-U-R-N-E-Y-W-A-Y-Photo.com. 
Um, you can check out a lot of work on there or my Instagram, which is at Journeyway Photography. I want to continue practicing. I also take a lot of like um, landscape photos or street uh, photography as well. So that's why I get a lot of my practice in when I don't have other people to take photos of because everyone is busy or not close to where I am right now. And then I eventually want to save up enough money so I can get some updated equipment. The camera that I have, the camera and the lens that I have, lenses that I have right now, uh, they are kit lenses that I bought years and years ago. And I feel like my skills are at a certain level where I do want to upgrade my equipment. But I feel also one thing that I want to do is... Um, kind of reward myself for doing something. So I, I told myself that once I finish the online course, I will start working on getting saving up. Well, I'm going to continue. I'm saving right now, but that's when I'm really going to like try to get the new equipment because I want to make sure my skills are a certain level and not just rely on the equipment. So those are my five different experiences uh my college five different college experiences that i've had um i'm hoping it it helped you or you had similar experiences that you can possibly help that can help you be better at your experiences or have better experiences but before i let you guys go do want to give a little bit of advice um so no matter what path you take if you want to get your college degree put in the work be disciplined, have the mindset and get that degree. No matter how long it takes you, no matter what degree it is, if that's what you want to do, save up your money or search for scholarships, put in the work and get that degree. If you're a college student and you're looking for a way to stand out when it comes to like internships, co-ops or full-time jobs, or career, I, I like to say full-time career, not just a full-time job. Uh, one of the best ways to become the best, one of the best ways to do that is to become a leader on your campus and within different organizations that you love. Um, so not, don't just join an organization and try to be a leader because it's going to be hard because you're going to be working with other students who are they're volunteering their time to do the do different things for that club or that organization. So if they don't want to do it, they don't have to do it and really don't have to suffer any consequences from it. So definitely join an organization that you love that even if there are people who are just there for the title or just there because they want to be there and don't have anything else to do, you will still enjoy your time being there. Lastly, no matter what path you take in life, always try to grow from your experiences and become a better you. That's what this whole podcast is about, is using my experiences to help you be successful in whatever you want to be successful in. It can be college. It can be starting your own business. It can be to be an artist. It can be to whatever it is. I want to try to help you with my experiences and in the future with experiences of other people that are guests on my podcast um, to help you become a better you. So um, again, thank you for listening to this episode of the Lazen Be Experience podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email me. I have an email at lazenbexperience at gmail.com. That's L-A-Z-E-N-B-Y experience at gmail.com. Lastly, follow me, like, 
share, subscribe on all platforms. I am on YouTube. I am on Facebook. I'm on Apple Podcasts. I'm on Spotify. I'm on anywhere that you like to listen to your podcast. Please follow, like, share, subscribe. Season one is available on all those platforms as well. So if you haven't caught up on season one, you can definitely go back and listen to those episodes. Lastly, lastly, I have a blog post for each episode starting with season two. So if you'd like to read about my different advice or my different experiences, you can go to lazenbeexperience.wordpress.com and you can go through those blog posts. I So I actually started the blog probably a year before I started the first season of the podcast. So there are a lot of other episodes or a lot of other blogs on there too. So there's a lot of stuff you can read um, outside of the episode blogs that I'll be posting as well. I know I say this every time and I'm going to continue to say this, but thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Lazenby Experience podcast. And until next time, continue your journey until you reach your success. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Lazenby Experience podcast. I hope you're able to get something out of it to help you with your success. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow, like, share, and subscribe on all platforms, including YouTube, Facebook, and Apple Podcasts at the Lazenby Experience. Have questions about this episode or have topics you would like me to cover in the future, send me an email at lazenbyexperience at gmail.com. That's L-A-Z-E-N-B-Y experience at gmail.com. Lastly, I would like to give a huge shout out to Jamari Michael of Indigo Entertainment Group for the instrumentals you heard throughout this episode. Again, thank you for listening to the Lazen to Be Experienced podcast. And until next time, continue your journey until you reach your success.